You're a little hot tonight. Giving the opportunity, I pray for an apocalyptic event to occur. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Sean, since we're in now the mid to the last season of Game of Thrones, have you given much idea to a Game of Thrones prequel movie? Oh, that? Yeah, man. I would like a uh, Game of Thrones movie, but I think they would capitalize on a series before they would go just straight up movie. Well, they we know that they're not going in that direction for the series that they're working on. They've already said they're not going to do uh, Robert's Rebellion, and they're working on other spinoff stuff. Um, I think Robert's Rebellion in a movie form would be kind of... It'd be kind of all right with me. I mean, if they did it in two movies, maybe. Um, so, so what all would and, we get to see in this movie? Well, I mean, of course, the, the 15 years before... Uh, Game of Thrones happens is is Robert's Rebellion, you know. Um, once once the story is fully revealed of what happened on on the main show, getting the background movie would be very interesting, um, and I, I'd really like to see it. I mean, I mean, I could go into the story I'd like to see, but I mean, people right. who watch Game of Thrones know this story. Um, but there's been speculation of of uh, who they would cast, which which got me thinking a lot about it. I saw some great casting, Tom Hardy as uh, Robert Baratheon. Or, oh, my goodness. Or even better than that, I saw somebody else mention Henry Cavill, which <laughs> would be amazing. Naomi Watts as uh, Rayla Targaryen. Aaron Taylor Johnson. I've seen several people uh, say Benjen Stark. But the oh one that re- the one that really uh, really gets my blood flowing is Charlie Cox, Daredevil himself as Rhaegar Targaryen. I would be, be cool. I would be a hundred percent behind that. And there's a couple of other castings that um, I really liked that that people were saying Peter Capaldi as the Mad King Aerys Targaryen, which, like I said, I- I'm not currently watching Doctor Who. Um, because it's not convenient for me to get. Uh, I really like Peter Capaldi. I like I like everything he's done in Doctor Who. I just don't like the uh, um, the writer in Doctor Who right now. James McAvoy is Eddard Stark, and now this was inspired to me, and I don't know this actor, but uh, Tony Curran as Tywin Lannister, and the guy looks like a Charles Dance. He is the guy who played Finn in Daredevil season two, the main the main bad the main bad guy that Daredevil's t- I mean uh, the Punisher's tied up and gets okay. out and kills like that's the guy, and uh, he he looks really great and and uh, Taron Edgerton as Jamie Lannister, all oh those goodness. would be amazing and you know this like I said this is just fan speculation yeah. This reads like one of those old wizard magazines that we've discussed where create your dream cast for the X-Men, you know. This is create your dream cast for Game of Thrones. See, and and that stuff sounds amazing, but don't you enjoy the cast that they have for Game of Thrones now and how they're none of them are big-named stars. None of them did just stars before you knew this 
TV show, you know, I, I, I kind of like discovering new people when it's something that I trust the casting that has been done in the past. You know, the, the show has been so well cast so far and oh my goodness, just let me let me tell you, look up sometime, go look up the uh, the casting story for the gentleman that played Prince Oberon. It was on Facebook the other day, and I watched the video of it. It is flat-out hilarious. Well, funny enough, I saw a uh, really inspired um, video of uh, uh, Peter Dinklage talking at like a college graduation about him obtaining his dream of acting. And it was really, really good. He, you know, left data processing at the age of 29 to become a working actor. Scary, scary. I mean, you're not 29 years old to start acting. I mean, as to the casting of the stuff, I mean, a big Hollywood movie, this this would pull people in. I mean, you'd, you'd barely have to uh, cast for it. I mean, people would be knocking at the door because it's Game right. of Thrones. And I, I'm sure you'll get in, in these connected series that... Game that uh, HBO is planning, you will get some uh, great casting like like you're wanting. And well, like I, I said, I, I, I hope that they do the story of uh, Duncan Egg. I don't know how they could not do do all that stuff. You know, uh, uh, George R. R. Martin's first books that he published that are connected to Game of Thrones. I think that's really interesting. And I just hate that I missed out on that uh, whenever it first happened. Because I remember people talking about the Hedge Knight. I've mentioned that before, uh, where all of this started. And, and of course, I did, didn't know George R. R. Martin's name at that time. But I heard it was really good. So, yeah, the whole Game of Thrones universe is is very interesting and very inspiring to write about and to, and to watch all this stuff. And I, I just want more of it. I hate oh, yeah. that it's ending, but, you know, all <clears throat> things, all things, as long as it ends well, I think, I think it'll be done well. So, Absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to it, dude. Now, um, this weekend, you were a bit under the weather, weren't you? I, I have not had a pleasant weekend, to say the least. I, I woke up Friday night not feeling well at all with, like, shooting pains in my chest. This wasn't chest pains. I, I, like, I freaked out the lady at the emergency room where this ends up. I, I'm not having heart pains. I'm not having, when I say chest pains, it was like something from my stomach was causing pains in my chest. It was absolutely the worst pain I have felt in a long, long time. And I, I'm not one to give in to pain. Like, I hate going to the doctor. I think a lot of times it's a waste of money. You can take care of yourself over the counter. And, and that's probably not medically very well, but I'm that stubborn. Yeah, yeah, and, you are. And, and 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 so for for you that you know, Rick, it for me to end up in the emergency room, I had to have been hurting pretty bad. I go, I have my first CT scan ever because they believe maybe it's my gallbladder. I'm like, that sounds plausible. My wife's had her gallbladder issues. And that had to be removed. So I'm like, maybe this is it. Maybe they're just going to find out that that's what's hurt. That's what's causing this because I want it to be done. Uh, after wasting about three and a half hours in the ER, they come back and they're like, it's gas, dude. Uh, you can go now. 
just get go on go on so um feels like my arm's falling off no you're all right go on it's just a flesh wound <laughs> uh basically i get i get i get sin on my merry way i spend the next basically uh 36 hours without eating because i realize that if i don't eat uh the pain goes away so I go a little bit without eating and have started back up with some medications that was referred to me by a pharmacist and have proceeded on to feeling much better and hopefully on to recovery 100%. You know a bunch of pharmacists, don't you? I do. I do know quite a few. I'm Oh, the the career that never happened. Oh, the career that never happened. Although I I have I'm I'm happy with where I am and the 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 future I have laid ahead of me coming up. But dude, speaking of, uh we have some future ahead of us that we can discuss I later. Don't, I don't know where you're going. But oh okay, I got where you're going. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some casting news. Uh and and something that's already been cast. DC is rumored to get Leo Leonardo DiCaprio for this Joker movie playing this the Joker. Is, this is the produced by Martin Scorsese film, correct? <laughs> right. See, God bless. I don't. I'm not sure about the casting, but the fact that Scorsese's involved, I know he. You know, Leo has done a few movies with him, and I, I know they have a working relationship. So, if Scorsese has a hand in it. And he thinks that Leo could do it. I wouldn't put it past him. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, for me, has been one of those where, you know, in high school, I made fun of him. Ha, ha, ha. He's the Titanic dude. Let Jack die on the door, you know. Why don't you scoot over? Just, I mean, there's so many jokes to be made about Leonardo DiCaprio when he was younger. Now, as I've aged... My taste in movies have changed. Leonardo DiCaprio has become an incredible, incredible actor. I mean, The Departed is awesome movie. Uh, Django Unchained was just... He, <clears throat> he embraced that role. I mean, if anybody's seen any of the trivia about him and that role and that movie... He took it very seriously enough to like upset cast members. I mean, he is a great actor, but is he your Joker? I don't know. I mean, do you want another? Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, Jack, do you Nich want another Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson as the Joker. I mean, worked for me when I was a kid. I mean, Jack Nicholson, this great character actor in you know Chinatown and 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 uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest the shining you know I, I don't I don't know I mean why not Jared Jared Leto it is really great I mean why why would you not mend those bridges and get it because and put honestly, him in a great dude, movie I mean I, why not I think I think we're in the minority when it comes to Jared Leto. I, I believe that you and I are in the minority. I, I don't know how a lot of people feel about Jared Leto, but I thought he was held back. If, if we could see, if the, the public could see what you know he actually 
wanted for that role to be. And, and who knows what I what he really wanted it to be. We never got to see it. I never got to see it. It's not like I got to see some inside story about Jared Leto. It's just I enjoy him as an actor. I thought he has done some very good roles. And I thought Suicide Squad held back that character quite a bit. If we get another, if we get this, you know, Harley and Joker movie ever, and that's Jared Leto, then let's see what he does there before, I don't know, I hate to just throw away Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, and it could be, it could be an Edward, it could be an Edward Norton Hulk kind of thing, and if so, I understand, but dad gummit, I mean... Yeah, it's a waste. The continuity waste guy in me just just rolls in his grave. If Leo was the Joker, I mean, it comes out that that's official, and Leonardo DiCaprio is the Joker. How do you feel about it? Oh well, I I feel fine about it. I mean, I, I know he can tackle the role. I just I just don't like that we never got to see what Leto could do with it. Well, the one thing that bothers me about this is. This is supposed to be a Joker origin film. Now, I don't picture my Joker's origin occurring as old as Leonardo DiCaprio is. Right. Well, I mean, they would cast, they'd have a young. Right. So, I mean, a majority of the movie should be young. So, is he really cast as the Joker or is he, he's cast as old Joker and you're going to have, you know, 20-year-old Joker and 30-year-old Joker and then I mean Leo's 40s. I mean so I mean yeah. are you He's a year older than you, me. Right. So are you going to have a Joker cast throughout time? When does this Joker's creation occur? I I just don't know. I don't know, dude. That that's a weird one for me. I enjoy Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor, but I don't know if he's my Joker. We mentioned Han Solo gets a vision. Paul Bettany has joined the Han Solo movie. Um, Ron wow. Howard took a selfie with Paul Bettany on set, and uh, he's he's in there. We got some vision in our Star Wars. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I think so. I like Paul Bettany. I think he's a cool guy. I think he's a great actor. I mean, if you think about Paul Bettany started off as a voice. Thanks, Jarvis. And then now he's become Vision, and he's an actual character, and it's just incredible to see the way he is in the Marvel Universe. So might as well go over and uh, dabble your toes in one of the other universes that we love so much. Go for it. Paul Bettany, probably great casting. Yeah, Paul Bettany is just one of those... He has this striking look to him. I mean, the first time you've seen him as Jeffrey Chaucer in A Knight's Tale, I mean, you knew who that guy was. And then, like, I remember seeing him in A Beautiful Mind. Probably the next time I saw him was the, the albino in Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just knew who that guy was because he just he just had that look. That's the guy you remember. And then to hear his voice in Iron Man, I, I thought it was brilliant. Brilliant casting. And then, it, of course, when it led to the vision, that was absolutely great. And then he revealed that for years, he had, whenever he signed... Uh, as the voice for Jarvis, they had a they had something in there saying, "Hey, this could lead to being a character uh, named the Vision." So he knew about it the whole time and and never said a word, never said a word about it. And not to mention, you're you totally in love with his wife. Oh yeah, who's not? You 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 love you some Jennifer Conley. 
Ever since um, Requiem for a Dream. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Strike that from the record. Nobody go and watch that as their first Jennifer Connelly movie. The Rocketeer. Ever since yes. The Rocketeer, that was, and then of course when you go back, uh, Labyrinth was the first oh, yeah. place I saw her. But I think I saw Labyrinth before I knew what girls or women were. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not sure that one counts. I go back and watch Labyrinth. I'm good. I love it. So uh, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> What's he doing? He is an Abe Sapien movie, but no Abe Sapien, right? That is correct. Uh, Guillermo del Toro dropped a trailer for a movie called The Shape of Water. It basically, it's a uh, woman falls in love with a fish guy story. But it's Guillermo del Toro, so he can make that work. I, I trust Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I loved Pacific Rim. I loved... What's, what's the one that nobody likes? Uh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Love that movie. That is an absolutely yeah. brilliant movie. Go watch it. I, I, and what about and don't let anybody 2? tell you. I, uh, what about Hellboy and Hellboy 2 are great movies. Absolutely love them. Okay, then. Dude, I, I watched this trailer. It it looks it looks so Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it you does. You know, I mean, you. He, he does some good stuff. I think I, I have a bad habit of putting him... In a, attached to a lot of movies that he produces, he doesn't direct, but the movies that he produces seem to be kind of knockoffs of what he directs. So, and, and they, they, you know, they use his name a lot on movie posters or in trailers, and you think, oh, Guillermo del Toro is doing this movie, oh, because when you're not really paying attention, you realize that. Wait, was Mama a Guillermo del Toro movie? Because I hope not, because that was god-awful. I heard a lot and, of people like that movie. Well, I'm not a lot of people. But the um, um, what do you think about The Strain? The Strain was... It was good. Uh, that was one where I had actually read the book. Uh, I had read the first two books before the FX series came out. I power watched the first season and have not continued on but i really enjoyed that first season i feel like it was pretty well adapted from the books and quite enjoyable i mean that, that's a that's a vampire series that we haven't discussed that really is quite good well i've only seen the first two episodes of the series and i've never read the book but it is really interesting i really liked even uh Walter Frey, you know, old, uh, 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 oh, yeah, Mr. Harry Potter himself in there was really good in that, in that show. And it looked like it was really promising. A lot of people talk really good about it. Um, I need to go back and see it. But like Guillermo yes. del Toro, I remember hearing that name whenever I first watched Mimic. And, you know, Mimic oh. is not a movie that defines him, but there's a lot of Guillermo in there. Right, and uh, that's a, that's a great uh, that's a great horror movie. Yeah, I enjoyed Mimic. Uh, I think it was you know it's not one of the greatest movies ever, but it, it's a good horror movie for the day and age that it was released. Right, and you don't have really um, creature horror movies like that that are that are really that good. But I mean that one that one worked for me. I mean it wasn't like oh scary blah blah, but I mean it uh, it, it did its job and I enjoyed it. 
And then, of course, Hellboy just broke broke the mold of what what you expect from Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was it. I mean, that's the guy. Yeah, when you see Hellboy, you're like, oh, that's that guy. Um, yeah. And then, of course, Pan's Labyrinth had a lot. I mean, you could watch Hellboy and then let Pan's Labyrinth walk on screen right after that, and you're fine. It, it's the exact same stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like the design he brings to his movies, but. Oh, I didn't see Crimson Peak. Did you ever watch that? I did not. I, I wanted to because uh, it's got Loki in it, but I, I never got a chance to uh, to watch it. Tom Hiddleston. That's who I, I said Loki, and I'm sitting here thinking, uh, Tom Hiddleston. What's his face? Uh, What's his face? Weird, 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 ge- uh, cult female obsession guy. That guy, yeah. <laughs> um, and, of course, Pacific Rim broke the internet and people's opinion of him, but I still, I loved that movie. I absolutely love Pacific Rim. And I've watched it a couple of times recently, actually, and it it holds up. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you got good actors in it. Um, They did, they do something that you don't ever see in movies. They don't have a stupid love plot in the middle of people trying to save the world. Great. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. But oh yeah, uh, I don't know. I could go on and on about that, but I'm happy to see that Guillermo has something else coming out uh, that looks kind of interesting. Absolutely. Uh, what has Stephen King been up to? On our next thing, we got Terry O'Quinn, Mister Locke himself. All right, is cast in the series Castle Rock, which is the series that's based on multiple Stephen King properties being in an integrated universe. Uh, now, it doesn't say who he's going to play, and J.J. Abrams is, you know, the showrunner of this. So so we're talking <clears throat> some J.J., and J.J.'s bringing in some Lost members. I, I love how J.J. likes to cast people that he's cast before. And then we're going to integrate all that into a Stephen King TV series that will include a little bit of all of his books and stuff, right? And this is going to be like a, a weekly... Is this an anthology uh, TV series, do we know? Or will it have a continuous plotline throughout and we just get, you know, Easter eggs? Well, it's kind of... It's... The way I understand the description of the show, it is a series taking place in the town of Castle Rock that has elements of all of these other stories. You'll see... Something from Needful, Needful Things come in. Something from It. Something from Dead Zone. Pet Cemetery. Cujo. The Shining. Salem's Lot. Hearts in Atlantis. The Green Mile. And Doctor Sleep. Plus, on top of that, Bill Skarsgård Ooh. is in this series. Dude, that's awesome. I like, I like any of the Skarsgårds. They're, they're all really good actors. But oddly enough, he's not playing Pennywise as far as this says. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. He doesn't have to. But we know. But he's playing Pennywise in the movie. So oh, I get you. I get you. Oh, I heard Which... some great interviews with uh, with the cast of that. Like the director did not let them meet uh, Bill Skarsgård until he was in a, in the main scene in makeup as the clown acting. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he gets those genuine oh my god you know reactions. 
That sounds awesome. I cannot wait. I am planning on seeing that uh, next weekend after the con. I would uh, maybe we'll you'll be able to make it. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to actually suggest um, before the show if I hadn't forgotten. But uh, I, I was thinking that maybe there may be a movie in our future. Yes. Nobody in this household wants to go with me. <laughs> oh, uh, everyone in this household that is old enough to go is fully on board. Fully on board. What is next on our list of... Shame. Shame today. Um, I did want to talk about one thing. Uh, Ed Skarin, uh, who was Francis in Deadpool, uh, was cast in the Hellboy movie. Uh, his character, uh, who was originally an Asian relation character, uh, like their grandfather was Asian or something like that. Okay. Uh, he got a little blowback, or he listened to some of the uh, internet blowback about him being cast as his character, and he stepped out of the role, asking that Hollywood should honor the character and, and stay true to the creation of that character being Asian. And uh, everybody in Hollywood, you know, is is complimenting the guy. And I, I believe that's a good thing. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people that want, absolutely, don't change the characters as they're created. You know, put them out there and, and cast them correctly. Um, and I think this guy is really brave and he's going to get some, you know, good roles in the future. Uh, doing such a thing now, I, I don't. I don't want it to be. I, I didn't want to have a political slant to it, and I don't. I, I just think that our love of comic books and everything like that that we have, that the public in general don't understand, um, is that whenever we see these characters, we want them to be those characters. You want Captain America to be the Captain America from the comic. You want Deathlock to be. Deathlock, um, you know, and guess what? You know, that character is a certain way, and this character right. is a certain way, you know. Iron Fist, you know, there was a huge thing about the casting of Finn Jones' Iron Fist. He was cast correctly. I mean, that's that's who that guy was. I mean, just like uh, any other character you cast, cast them correctly. That's all I want. I want to see every single character... I don't care who they are, I don't care what they are, but I want to see them cast right, I want to see them done well, and I want them honored on the screen. Oh yeah. So basically you want the opposite of what Netflix did with Death Note. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I haven't watched we, any we, of Death Note. I also had another friend of ours has watched Death Note, and he didn't care for it either. He said they changed too much for him, and uh, they, apparently they, they took... Like, so, the girl character who could see a Shimagami or had a Shimagami before now does not, mm. and and they changed her relation and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, I don't like a lot of changes in that. I, w I want to see my stories on the big screen. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, yeah, trust me. I, uh, you know, I, I spoke my piece about uh, Death Note last week, and, and, and honestly, casting was a big deal about that one that was huge you know it it could have been different and it could have been so much better the the casting wasn't as 
let me just say, as bad, you know, we we just had this conversation about casting the right people in the right roles. That Death Note movie was so bad, even if you had cast the right people in the right roles, unless you had changed the actual story, it would not have mattered. That needed a complete overhaul. Somebody needs to go back and watch the anime before anybody touches that again. <laughs> right, and, and don't get me wrong. I don't want, you know, verbatim, word for word. I want some creative people out there and, and give me something like Miles Morales. Give me a, give me a tale, the history that's came before. You know, just like mm-hmm. Miles Morales' universe, Peter Parker has died, and he's trying to honor Peter Parker's memory and, and go forward with his life and be his own hero. And I, I want to see that story. But I also have right. Peter Parker, you know, and, they, and they've done that. And, and I want to see, you know, those different characters... Because I want to see different opinions from what I know. I, I don't. I don't like. Um, I, I don't like seeing the same things. I like seeing new information on the screen, and I, I, I just want it told well, and right. I, I want it honored. That that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. That's what's going to get my money. <laughs> because because even when you don't know the the brief or the the extended back history of a show. I guarantee you, you had said last week, you hadn't watched very much of Death Note, the anime. I can't wait till you watch the actual show because I guarantee you, you're going to be able to sniff out a bad film. <laughs> As we move on, Local Hall, I got nothing again. I am, I, like I said before, I, I'm I'm saving up for next week. And that's I don't fine. Know, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to get, but I, I maybe I'm looking at getting something, you know? I, uh, I'm doing good. I'm holding out. I can't wait for next week. I cannot wait. You need to but use the mad, uh, the mad bargaining skills. Get yeah, you. yeah. I, I think I got some decent bargaining skills. But, Dude, uh, I did, you find? I did happen upon, there is a, a closed, um, pawn shop in, in Southside that now okay. does, uh, does gold and silver and an internet kind of thing. But uh, I was talking with the guy who he used to have, this used to be a pawn shop and antique store. And he, he had a lot of stuff still in there. And I was talking to him for a little while. And he's like, why don't you go ahead and just look back there? I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to pilfer through your stuff. He's like, no, it's fine. I mean, I wouldn't, normally I wouldn't let anybody, but I know you've been in here before and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, well, I'll look around some. And... I did happen to find a original Skeletor and a Transformers Tailspin, MicroMaster. That's awesome. I threw the guy some money and said thanks. That is way cool. An yeah. original Skeletor. Oh. Yeah, but he's he's uh he's all uh, uh skivvy Skeletor. He has no armor and no uh weapons. So it's just a uh, shirtless That's man the... with a hood and skull. That's the way he always ended up anyway. I'll get you, He-Man. That's right. Uh, let's talk about something else, though. Let's talk about Lost in Time. And what I'm talking about Lost in Time this week, I'm not talking about a thing or an idea. I'm talking about uh, art. I'm talking about okay. the art that used to be on every movie 
we ever seen. On every movie poster, on every movie box, we had actual art. Now, I have brought this up before, but it pains me that we have a new Star Wars movie coming out at the end of this year. And there is no Drew Struzan Drew artwork for such a great movie. I mean, this was the guy, I mean, Indiana Jones, uh, Star Wars, uh, Back to the Future. This guy defined movies of the 80s. And, oh, it just, why? <laughs> why yeah. Hasbro, well, not Hasbro, why Disney? Why don't you throw a little scratch at a great artist who has taken care of you over the years. Ugh, just I, I get it. I totally get it because, you know, when when we went to the video stores, the box art is what pulled us in. The box art is because you didn't have YouTube to go to and watch every single trailer for every single movie that was released forever. You you just seen what was on your TV. And you missed a lot of trailers. So when you went into, you know, Blockbuster Video on a Friday night, you you there were a lot of movies that you had no idea what they were about. And that box art is what sold you on it, you know. It's what pulled you in to make you go, huh, and then flip it over and read the back to see if it was something you would get. The yeah. reason you don't the reason you don't have it is because do you gain anything, you, that scratch that you were talking about? You know, they always say billionaires are billionaires for a reason because they know where to spend the money and where not to spend the money. Even though you miss it, does Disney, can Disney capitalize and pull any more people than they already are just for a piece of commissioned art? Well, I mean, the last, the, Harry Potter, he did stuff for Harry Potter movies. He did Blade Runner. He did some stuff for the the prequel movies that would make them look amazing, you know. And he, I would, they would have sold me a poster today for my son's room if it had been a non Photoshop put together picture. If it had been a piece of Drewster's and art, it would be on my son's wall today. I mean, I I get you. I mean, I, I understand totally. There, it's just. I, I think we're away from that, man. We The moment we can download stuff digitally, the artwork has zero meaning. The The cover on the DVD has zero meaning. The The cover on, you know, the Blu-ray, no, no meaning whatsoever. It's just, oh, here's Guardians of the Galaxy. Bam, I want my little code. I download it to my phone, and that's the last place I look at it. I... I hate it. I hate it too. Trust me. I, I love some of the artwork. The the fact that, you know, I mean, if I ever get my man cave back, I will have posters for Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is one of the most iconic movie posters. I freaking love that artwork on there. But it's not something that we're going to get to see in this modern day and age of movies. It's just I hate it too, but we're not. Well, maybe they could do maybe they could do comic covers. <laughs> maybe they could have him do comic covers. You know, one in 
like a one in two thousand or five thousand like Marvel contracted Todd McFarlane to do the freaking Venomverse cover special edition that's already like two thousand dollars on eBay. It's awesome though. Shut up. It's Todd. Shut up. It's Todd. No, it's not. <laughs> He's not worth that. Oh my goodness. You you and your your hostility towards Todd McFarlane. I don't care. As long as he I doesn't talk, I don't care. Do what you want. It's fine. I, I love it. He's a great artist. It. He is a great artist. So you got to uh, see something this week, and uh, you going to tell us about it? You going to recommend it? What are you going to do? Nah, I'm going to skip it. Just kidding. Um, Batman and Harley Quinn. Uh, I don't don't often buy this stuff. Yeah, I don't buy a lot of Blu-rays or DVDs anymore, uh, except for like Marvel movies. But Batman and Harley Quinn, it's by Bruce Tim in in the Bruce Tim art. Yeah, I had to. I had to get it, and it was really so, good. So tell me about it because I haven't seen anything but the controversy. See, I haven't heard any of the controversy. Now I I can <laughs> see why there's controversy, but um, it's fine. It was just it was just story. I mean, they kind of they try to make Harley kind of a good guy in it, and she kind of is, and it's it's playful in an adult kind of way. It's fine. I mean, don't watch it with your less than ten year old. I mean, <laughs> so so let me let's, let's just uh, address the elephant in the room. The uh, the known Nightwing and Harley Quinn sex scene is that is it is it implied? Well, first or... of all, there there isn't a scene. There is there is a implication, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, somebody is in changing in front of somebody else who is tied up on a bed and the lights go out. So, yeah. And then the next scene, they're laughing. They're tickling each other, laughing their butt off when Batman kicks in the door. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so that that's, that's just, I don't know, man. I, I can't, I want to see this movie. I want to see it. No, it's good. I mean, other... Other than that, and that's not a problem either. I mean, other Who's than the that, voice it's actors? great. Oh, it's it's everybody. It's it's everybody's okay. back. So, I mean, and if it was new, if anybody was new besides Kevin Conroy and the girl that does Harley Quinn, uh, I couldn't right. tell you. Like I, the the voice actor for Nightwing, I don't know if it was the original guy or not, but I mean, it didn't sound different. So okay, that's awesome. And it was Bruce Timm's story. There is a there is a really weird, uncomfortable scene. That's that's like two songs. There is two song numbers. I won't what? explain the context, but there are two song numbers in okay. the movie. Okay, then. <laughs> and it's kind of weird to watch. You're like, what is... what? Okay, but... Oh, okay. Well, okay, now we're doing this. Okay, weird. This is weird. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it was good. I mean, it was felt like I was watching uh, Batman the Animated Series, so... I like it. That's awesome. I'll have to check it out. Now for my have you seen it, dude. Uh, in a teaser to maybe an upcoming episode, we have discussed that you know maybe we would do a little football talk. And that got me thinking about one of my favorite football-related TV shows is The League on FX. Have you watched any of this? <laughs> I've watched the first three or four episodes. Okay, so you know it's just, you know, you've just seen the first three or four episodes. So the season one 
of this is really laying the ground foundation of learning about these friends that play fantasy football and their families. And they are just a bunch of, they love to rip on each other. They're all really good friends. And the, the series is hilarious. Once you get past that first season, the amount of cameos that you get to see is just crazy. You're going to get to see Jerry Jones. You're going to get to see a ton of football players. You're going to get to see musical numbers done by football players. The league is quite awesome if you enjoy uh, fantasy football and you enjoy sports and comedy and you know, the type of humor that FX presents. I I love the league. I've finished the entire thing. It's one of my favorite shows there is. Right. Yeah, definitely. It was, the parts I saw out. were good. It was really funny. You'll have to definitely check it out. You'll get to learn how Taco made uh, quite a bit of money off of Jerry Jones. <laughs> but, but to be honest, whenever I saw it on there... I thought I immediately thought the guild, not the league. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's not that bad. Hey, and, and not that there's anything wrong with the guild either. I've watched all the guild as well. Mm. My goodness. But dude, uh, this episode will be released just days before you and I take the stage at Arkansas Comic Con, Little Rock State House Convention Center. This weekend, I am so excited for this. They they released the announcement, uh, uh, a sheet of all the panels and everybody on it. And I ain't gonna lie, it's a uh, it's a little crazy to see that you know there's two panel rooms, and in the second panel room, we are second on the list for the day of Saturday. You know, I mean. I'm pretty excited. I can't wait to see how this turns out, how it goes, who we all get to meet. Because let me tell you, dude, also exciting news today. Our page, uh, we had been pushing for 100 likes. We met and surpassed that today. We are sitting at 106, and I know that doesn't sound like a lot. But for two guys that have midline microphones and record a Skype call once a week. It's amazing that are we, we have something that has a hundred plus likes that the people that listen to us, I, I can't be more appreciative of them. They really incredible people. The ones that we've made friends with are just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can see where these people that end up with millions and millions of followers end up with some trolls in their midst. Dude, we've been doing this over a year and not once have I felt like anybody that has talked to me was anything other than the most polite, sincere person. And I, I would love to meet tons of them on Saturday. Absolutely. We'll be looking forward to that. And of course, we'll be touring around the uh, convention floor looking for stuff ourselves for a local hall. And, uh, you know, having a lot of fun we won't we want to hear your stories and we'll be happy to see you that's right uh like i said it looks like we will be in the second panel room at 11:40 through 12:30 and hope to see you there let's let's pack it out man Let, let's 
I don't know how big a room is. Let's just see what's going on. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Oh, man. For social media on Twitter, you can find me at Maynard98. You can find both of us at Not So Southern G's. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Hey, give us a like. Um, let us know what you're thinking. We're, we're I'm, I'm talking on Facebook right now. So uh, who else has got something to say? Let me know. Oh, my goodness, dude. It is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait for next week. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky.